everyone. Welcome back to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton. And for context, I have a PhD, which I feel like makes me a researcher of all things. I sometimes like to mention that because some people hear that I'm a doctor and think that I'm a medical doctor and I am not. So I humbly make that distinction between the two. In this episode, I am going to talk about negotiating. So for me, I have heard from and listened to a lot of people talk about negotiating. A lot of people talk about the anxiety of negotiating and a lot of people that just roll with the punches because they don't like negotiating. It's uncomfortable for them and they would rather just move on and talk about something else. And so I wanted to make an episode about negotiating because I used to be that person. I used to be that person that was a take it or leave it. Whatever somebody would tell me, I would say, okay. What I didn't realize is that there are a lot of situations in life where negotiating is your power and negotiating allows you to feel appreciated as you are negotiating. And even after the negotiation, even if the negotiation doesn't go the way that you want to, at least feeling like you fought for yourself and at least feeling like you had an opinion and at least feeling like you were heard matters. Growing up, I have always been very stubborn. By nature, I'm stubborn. My dad, whom I love to death, is stubborn. And I think sometimes my mom can be stubborn as well. And I think that being stubborn allowed me to feel feel comfortable fighting against something or saying I don't want to do it or pushing back. But I never really realized the art of negotiation and using that and pairing that with being stubborn. And so when I say negotiation, you can negotiate life so many different ways. So some, for some people, you'll hear the word negotiation. And the first word association with that is negotiating a job offer, which yes, that falls under this. But there's so many areas that you can negotiate. You can negotiate through your relationships, your friendships, your children, your parents, your boss, your job, like there's so many areas of life where you can negotiate. And so I think just having that skill and coming from a place of feeling confident in what you're doing and trying to understand what you're negotiating is very important. So for me, there are times in life where I have negotiated and I've been negotiated against, and I always make sure that I basically stay grounded with where my positionality is through the negotiation. So if I'm the negotiator and I'm the one that's pushing the needle and I'm the one negotiating, I, I lead in a certain way. If I am the one listening to somebody else negotiate back to me, I always make sure that I'm respectful of what they're saying and I hear them out. Because a lot of times, at least for me in life, I find that if somebody is willing to listen to me and at least hear me out, I at least feel comfortable that they respect me as another, as a human being and they respect where I stand and they respect me and what I bring to the table. So I'm going to break down what I do through negotiating and what I think is important. Again, like I always say in all of my episodes, this is what Tanisha thinks. This is what Tanisha feels. So please don't feel like, you know, if you don't agree with these things, that's totally fine. You don't agree with them. But I think it's important to hear different people's opinions and to understand how they're processing different things and how they're engaging in different scenarios. 
I do want to say another thing that has driven me to make an episode about this is there is a lot of women in the workplace who do not negotiate. I talk to them very often who don't negotiate or who don't feel comfortable negotiating. That is just something they don't feel comfortable with or they think that it's rude on their end if they negotiate. And I'm here to tell you as a woman who has always been a negotiator when it comes to different things of my life, you have to negotiate. I don't care if you're negotiating with the car dealer. I don't care if you're negotiating with your realtor. I don't care if you're negotiating with your friends. Like You should always negotiate because you might find that your value is more than you were realizing. And so who doesn't want to feel better by getting that extra value and that and those extra things? So I'm just going to start with, I guess, my, my rule number one, and I'm using air quotes, which I do often and nobody can ever see them, but here we are. So my rule number one when negotiating with anything is do your homework. Okay. So by doing your homework, I mean, let's say you're negotiating um, for a new car and let's say you walk into the dealership and you haven't you haven't done any research about the car, the market, what's happening, anything. And so you walk into this dealership and you don't know anything. One of the most important things to do when you are going to negotiate is doing your research. If you do your homework slash research, if you do that from the start, you will realize where you're at and you will start to figure out your market. You'll start to figure out things that make sense. And you'll start to really align yourself with the person who you're going to be negotiating with. So if I use the car example, let's say you're going in and you want, I don't know, let's say you're going in and you want to buy a Toyota or Mercedes or whatever. You have to know what the going rate is for the car that you want. So if you do some research and you look online, the average amount that that car is going for, let's just say is $30,000 a year but you go into the dealership and they offer you a, a new car and you love it for $37,000 a year, you're paying more than the market is saying that you should pay. And things like that really matter when it comes to negotiating. So again, that's a $7,000 difference. So if you do not do your research, you're at a disadvantage. And a lot of people that you're talking to that you're negotiating with, they don't they're not there a lot of times for your best interest because they're trying to get a, a sell a car for a higher amount because they get a better, um, a better commission or whatever. Right. So like position yourself in a way where you are doing your research. So you know what it's worth and you know what you should be paying. The other thing about doing your research is those are the things that you can then bring up to that person. Right. So if you're negotiating for a car or whatever, and they say, yeah, you know, this car is $37,000. You can then say, really, that's really high. I did some research and at this dealership, it was selling for 32.5. At this dealership, it was selling for, you know, 30,000 flat. At this dealership, it was selling for this. And give them that information. Because if you come back with something, and if you fire back with something, Chances are that person's going to start to look at you different and they're going to realize what type of person they're dealing with. And so the second part of negotiation that really comes with doing your research is you have to be willing to walk away. If I stick with the new car example, there are a hundred other dealerships that you can go to. You just can. You don't have to go with one dealership. And these salespeople know that. So if you walk in and you have your research and you have all your information and you say to them, 
well, that's interesting. You guys are $7,000 over this other dealership. I'm just going to go with them. Leave. Because once you leave, they will reach back out to you. Why? Because to get in contact with them or get in front of them, you probably have given them your phone number or your email address. Feel okay leaving. You don't have to, just because somebody is willing to tell you yes, and they're negotiating with you and they don't agree with what you're saying, you have to be willing to walk away. Similar to a relationship. If you have a non-negotiable in your relationship and that person is doing that thing that is a non-negotiable, leave, leave, just walk away because you don't have to stay, right? You don't have to put up with that. And same with negotiating. If you've done your research and you know what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, and that person's not willing to meet you, walk away, be done with it. Same for jobs. If you're interviewing in a market and it's a tough market or, you know, you feel like your, your experience is a lot, it's a vast experience. And then you get an offer and you don't like the offer, walk away from the offer. You don't have to take a job just because it's being offered to you. Your value matters and your ability to negotiate and to speak that truth matters. Now, a lot of companies will tell you, you know, our, our mark, our rates are a set rate. We, you know, we are, we try not to have some people coming in making a lot of money because they're better negotiators where other people don't make a lot of money. And that's fine. But at least if you start from a place of trying to push the needle, like that's what you want because you're worth it. Why not? Like why take somebody else's word for it? Why not ask for more money? Why not ask for more PTO than is being allotted to you? Why not ask for more stock options? Like there's more things to negotiate other than the salary. And that is where doing your research matters. If you do your research and let's say you get a great offer, you get stocks, you get PTO, you get good salary and you get a, a sign on bonus. Maybe you don't offer or maybe you don't um, try to argue for more salary. Maybe you'll ask for a more sign-on bonus. Maybe you'll ask for more PTO, more stock options, other things. So there's other ways to make up for an offer if you feel like the offer is low, but you don't know that if you don't do your research. And so researching is such a big piece of negotiation. And I think that that matters. And so the other thing I will say whenever you are negotiating is, Try to be ahead of the curve. Try to think about what they will say in relation to what you have said. So for example, if you say something like, if you say something like, okay, this offer is great, but I want to negotiate PTO. So try to think of reasons why they might not allow you more PTO. Um, this is a standard amount or no one's ever asked that. Let me double check or whatever. So what that will do, though, is it will help you stand firm in what you're asking for. Because a lot of times with negotiations, and I've seen this on both ends. I've seen this on the end of somebody negotiating with me, and I've seen this on the end of me negotiating with somebody else. Sometimes people will look at you and say, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. And it throws you off when you're negotiating because you haven't thought of what you're going to say if those things arise. So always make sure that you have 
thought about answers that might come back to you. Because if you do that, then you're preparing yourself for the conversation, for the discussion, for the debate, and it's going to help you make your case even stronger. This is a point that I wish somebody would have told me a couple of years ago, because I think it would have helped me make a better case and prepare myself for something a little bit more better, a little bit better, because sometimes I feel like I was prepared, but I wasn't prepared for what I was going to get back. And because I wasn't prepared for what I was going to get back, it threw me off a little bit and it made me scramble. And so I think it's important to note that if you're going into a negotiation or if you have decided that you're going to negotiate, make sure that you are aware of what somebody might come back to you and say, and then how you would answer those things. The second thing point that I want to make in regards to this is that be specific. So if you are thinking about like, so if you're going to negotiate the price on a house and, and where I live, the housing market is booming right now. So negotiating on a house is kind of, it's kind of a joke in a lot of ways because there's so many people that want the houses that your negotiation power kind of gets taken away. But let's just say I am going into a negotiation for a home and I want to pay, this is obviously none of this is like reality, but let's just say I only, I don't want to pay a higher than a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And so let's just say I go in and I'm saying, you know, my, my final offer is going to be, you know, $100,000. Let's just say that I say that. But in my mind, I know that the market is actually dictating for there to be that it, the price needs to be 115. So I know going into that, I am shorting this place $15,000, right? So I have two choices. I can either say, nope, my deal or what I want to do is 100,000 flat and I walk away, or I do a little bit of research and I know in my head that they might come back to me and say something higher than 100, then what is my next step? And so my next step is where I think you should be specific. So if I if they come back and go higher, maybe that's when I say, oh, because I've done my research, maybe that's when I'll say, okay, well, can you all throw in blinds? Can I get blinds for my home? Because I don't know if you know, but blinds are expensive in your home. Okay, so you're coming back with this. Then can I get something else? And then I'm going to explain why I need those things. Can I get hardwood floors? Because for me to install hardwood floors on my own, that would be 15000 and that's a little bit more than I'm willing to spend. Maybe it's going to cost the company that you're negotiating from $5,000 to give you those floors. However you, however you choose this, you have to be specific. I think if you're negotiating a job offer, similar. So if somebody says like, okay, your offer is going to be $75,000 a year, and you're going to get two weeks of PTO. And there's no sign-on bonus or anything like that. But then you do your research, right? And you look at the whole package and you see that your healthcare insurance is going to be $200 more a month than it is at your current employee and your current employer. So yes, you might be getting a little bit of a raise in dollar amount per year on your annual salary. But really, when you look at the numbers and you compare them side by side, you're actually losing because now your health insurance is going to be higher. So when you negotiate, that is something that you say, well, I would like, you know, an additional $5,000 because I ran the numbers on my insurance and now my insurance is going to go up with, with, with your company, the extra $200 and that extra 5,000 tacked onto my salary will help me cover that. 
I don't want to take this job and make a lateral move, right? So again, doing your research, knowing what the market is saying, knowing what they might come back with, because they might say, well, you know, $5,000 is kind of a toss up. Why, you know, why does that matter? And then being specific about your why, all of those things matter when negotiating jobs, when negotiating anything. And so I think as a human, when you go into situations, I always put on my negotiating hat. And the reason why I do that is because it puts me in a frame of mind where I'm seeing things for what they are, and I'm not hoping I'm seeing something for what it isn't. And I'm allowing myself to absorb everything that's being told to me, but then I have to figure out something on the back end. I think that you can also negotiate in your relationships. There are some times where I've told my husband, hey, I want to do this. And he looks at me sideways and he's like, why in the world are we doing that? Like, why would you want to do that? Like, that's expensive or whatever. And then I come to him with, well, if we do it this way, then this, then that, then the other, right? And so now I'm stating my case with him and I'm allowing him to understand how I'm thinking, why I'm feeling a certain way and how the way that I'm feeling could positively impact us because just because I have vision on something and I see things one way, that doesn't mean that my husband's going to see it the same way. So it is up to me to negotiate with him and tell him my why. And then we might get into a full debate. But negotiating starts with you doing your homework, you knowing your why, you figuring out what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, trying to understand what somebody else might come back with, and then being ready to have that conversation. One of the things I will say that negotiation also helps when you're just talking to, I don't know, your friend verbally or where you're talking to other people. I always tell people, anybody that listens to me, I always say that I'm a really good arguer and I am totally fine having conversations about anything. Even if it makes me uncomfortable, I can still talk about it. And the reason why is because I don't let my emotions get involved in conversations unless we're having an emotional conversation. For example, if somebody says something to me and I should take it a certain way and I should react a certain way, I don't. Because I come into the situation like we're going to have a debate or we're going to be negotiating or we're going to be talking about the way that we're feeling about certain things. And if we're talking about the way that we're feeling about certain things, I'm going to respect your feelings. And so if you lash out at me, that's fine. I can take that hit. I don't, I don't need to lash out. I'm very mild mannered. I always tell people, I don't say things that I don't mean. And I don't say, I don't say things that I don't mean. I have a unique filter where before I say things out loud, I say them to myself first before I let it go. And I'm always thinking of if I say this, then that don't, I don't always get it wrong or I don't always get it right. But what that does for me is I'm, I'm putting my place, I'm putting myself in a place where I'm having an actual conversation and I'm opening myself up to what somebody is trying to say, but I'm not allowing my personal feelings and my personal emotions to take over. And if you can have a mature conversation when one person is annoyed, or both of you might be annoyed, but you can manage your emotions, that is the ultimate way to negotiating, 
right? And so once you feel like you're a good negotiator and once you start to feel comfortable doing what you're doing, it opens up your conversation in so many other ways and different dynamics. And I know that I've just talked a little bit about negotiating and then a little bit about managing relationships in the same episode because I think that they go together. And the better we can learn how to communicate with each other, the better we can listen to each other, the better we're able to accept who we are in a situation the better it is for everybody. I also want to mention that I don't do everything right all the time. I never have. And I, and quite frankly, I never will. But what I do know is I know that I know my intention and I know the place that I'm coming from. And I'm always coming from the place of resolution. And I'm always coming from a place of, I need this person to at least acknowledge and understand where I'm coming from. If I feel like I have conversations or if I feel like I'm negotiating with something or somebody and they can't understand where I'm coming from, then that's when I get to like, do I need to walk away? Because walking away should always be an option. Never back yourself into a corner so much that you do not think or remember that walking away is not an option because it is an option in any situation. I don't care if it's the house. I don't care if it's your dream house. I don't care if it's your dream job. I don't care if it's a relationship. I don't care what it is. Walking away is always an option. And if you go into a situation and you know, deep down, if this starts going sideways, I can walk away. I can remove myself from this. I don't have to allow myself to continue to feel a certain way with something if I can just walk away. So walking away is important and walking away is something that you can do. So always remember at the end of the day, if you get uncomfortable negotiating or you feel like you've hit a wall, walk away, step away from it. And the last thing I will tell you about negotiating that I think matters a ton is make sure that you verbal or write it down somewhere. So if you're negotiating um, for a new car or for a house or whatever, and you're it's with somebody else, you might want to keep a documentation that just says, hey, as a follow-up, just to refresh what we talked about, here are some, here's, here's what I'm asking for. Here's the salary I'm requesting. Here's the job price I'm requesting. Here's the car price I'm requesting. Here are some of the things that we're talking about with the home structure. Because writing it down in black and white holds whoever you're talking to accountable. And that that matters. That's super important. I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to talk about if you're somebody that is being negotiated with, you have, a, you have a part in this as well. So if you are somebody that is in a place of power or in a place of decision making and somebody is negotiating with you, listen to them. Listen to them. Listen to them listen to them, especially if the person that is negotiating with you is negotiating for a job opportunity, because they are going to remember how you made them feel through this negotiation. And so if you go into this and you are a complete jerk because somebody's negotiating with you and you feel uncomfortable and you just want them to take the deal, or you just want them to sign, or you just want them to do it because you think it's enough, stop being selfish. You don't get to put how you feel and what you think on somebody else, because that is you, that is not them. So if you are the person that is being negotiated to listen to what the person is saying 
and make them feel like their opinions are valid and give them the space to negotiate with you because it matters. And one day the roles will be switched and you will be the person that will need somebody to listen to you. And you will hope that the person that you're negotiating with is listening to you. So if you are a person of power or you're a a person that people negotiate to, again, listen to what that person negotiating is saying and give them the respect of listening to them because that is the same thing you would want. The last point I will make about this is both sides of this need to be confident and be honest. Be honest with what you're wanting. Be honest with what you're needing and be confident about it. Stand in your truth. No one's going to fight. Nobody should fight for you like you can fight for yourself. And so own that. Own that fight, right? Live live that fight. Live for that fight. Live for that moment. Want to do that. It matters so much. And I, I'm going to say this again because I think it's important. Be willing to walk away. Some of the most toxic situations in my life, I have been willing to walk away from them. And I'm going to tell you, walking away probably saved my mental health. Walking away saved my energy. Walking away saved my confidence. Walking away saved me more than anything possible. So always remember that you do have an option to walk away. I don't care who the person you're negotiating with is. I don't care what the conversation is about. I don't care who it is. You can always walk away. Never feel like you cannot walk away from a situation because you you matter. And if you need to walk away to clear your head, to get a clearer thought, to take a minute to process, to take a minute to do more research, right? Or take a minute to self-reflect or take a minute to do whatever, you can do that. Own that. It's totally fine. Just to recap, if you have to negotiate, and this is for all things, start with doing your homework. Know why, know the market, know what you're talking about, be able to speak the correct language. Secondly, be willing to walk away. If you're not willing to walk away, you're doing yourself a disservice. The third thing is think about what somebody might come back with right? Think about the things that you might say that you didn't know (laughs) that somebody might say, like, prepare yourself for those things. And then also be specific about what you're wanting and be, be specific about your why. I think sometimes when you give people the why it matters, sometimes you don't always have to give people the why and they'll just hear you and they'll respect what you're saying. But sometimes you might have to add that why And so make sure that you are able to tell your why and make sure that you're able to give that enough thought, enough detail. And then I think I said this, but I'm not sure. Know your your non-negotiables. Know your bottom line. Always have a bottom line. Again, because you want to be able to walk away. Always know what that number is. Always know. Always know your bottom line. Always know your non-negotiables. The other thing is too, I, I think I said this, but I probably didn't because I just thought about it. Make sure... That when you start negotiating, go higher. So if it is for a job and the job you really want to make 130, 130 is your bottom line. Or let's say you really want to make 80. You really want to make 80. Like 80 is your goal. 80 is your bottom line. If they offered you 80, you actually would take it, right? Go in at 90. See what happens. Go in a little higher. And see what happens. Same with buying a car. Go in a little lower because it moves people better if you go in a little high or go in a little low. So again, 
this is negotiating, right? You can do whatever you want to do. You can take one of these tips, all of these tips, none of these tips. You can do whatever you want to do with everything that I've just said. But I think that it all of these things matter. All of these things are important to you. And this is your negotiation. This is how you are trying to win. So this is about you. So make it about you. Take your time. Be confident. Be honest. Do your research. Know your bottom line. Be willing to walk away. Know what somebody might come back to you and say, and just be specific about what you want. And that is how I feel about negotiating. I've negotiated a lot of great things throughout my life. I One day, maybe I'll talk about all the different things that I've negotiated. I've negotiated a time or two. In my financial episodes, I talk about how you can negotiate with your creditors. It's important. It matters. And people negotiate. So don't live in a world where you, a world where you think people don't negotiate. They negotiate all the time. That is the way of the world. And the better that you get at negotiating, the better deals that you'll have, the better that you feel about yourself and the more confidence that you will have in certain situations where you need to negotiate because it matters 100%. So thank you for listening for this episode. One thing I haven't mentioned because I'm absolutely terrible at doing it, I need to get better. My personal Instagram, Dr. Tanisha Barton, my podcast Instagram program, program perceptions. And I do have a personal website where I also blog and you can also see my, um, my newest podcast episodes. So feel free to like, share, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcast. I enjoy going on this journey with you. And I hope that I can continue to make episodes that are impactful. And I hope that you all will continue reaching out to me about things that you want me to talk about. This negotiating was a topic that somebody mentioned that they wanted me to talk about. So I figured I'd make an, an entire episode about it because I think it matters, especially for women. If you're a woman listening to this episode, start negotiating some things. Get comfortable with it. Start start, start thinking about what you can negotiate with and, and just start doing your research. I promise you it will impact your life. It probably will impact your confidence and it will help you more than you'll ever know. And again, be willing to walk away. Sometimes it is time to walk away, drop it, let it go, and move on. So be comfortable walking away. As always, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they're the lens in which you have been programmed. And I think that's actually true for negotiating because some of us have been programmed not to negotiate. So again, you can negotiate. You've got this. Stay strong. Stay firm. If you need any other thoughts or you're thinking about anything or if you need help negotiating, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always available. I love negotiating. So I would love to help you if you need the help. And I'll sign off there. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good rest of your day.